Welcome back to the Unjaded Podcast. In this episode, I interview my brother, Poppy. I always say I come from a family of pirates, so eventually you're going to get all the siblings. But today, here's my brother, Poppy. His story is amazing and should definitely be a movie. In this episode, we talk about his childhood, growing up living his own version of the blind side before the movie even came out. We talk about his first one on, last one off mentality and whatever he did to pursue his dream of playing football. We talk about his journey to not signing on National Letter of Intent Day, to going to another high school for a year, to going to a walk-on position at Villanova, having the entire team hate him, to being a captain of the team, getting a scholarship, and making a number two play on SportsCenter Top 10. We talk about how he became a fitness influencer and a personal trainer at one of the best gyms in the country, to now owning his own brand called Get Better or Get Beat. Poppy is amazing. His personality just shines through. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. I had goosebumps the entire time listening to it, and I hope you get them too. You're too young. Oh, it's too high level. You shouldn't publish this yet. This is the Unjaded Podcast. Thanks for doing this. No, definitely. This is this is cool. I'm happy to do something like this, especially during a time like this. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, for everyone who's listening right now, Poppy is my brother. Uh, before I was 13, I only had one older brother. But then when I was 13, Poppy came in uh, to my family's life. And we uh, were all together when your sophomore year through your senior year of high school. And mm-hmm. uh, so he's forever my brother. So yes, hello, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. So at first, I mean, okay. So, I mean, just going off of our story, I know that it's a cool story, but um, maybe, you know, let's start out a little bit about you and uh, your background and go from there. All right. Where to start? Um, (laughs) Just to not make things so long. um, I was actually born in Philadelphia, uh, moved at the age, not even one. I wasn't even one. I moved before I was one, nine months old. My mom hopped on a train and she took us to California. So I tell everyone I'm from California. I was actually born in Philadelphia, but I was raised in California. That's pretty much all I know. Um, went to to school out there. And, you know, to fast forward quickly through it, growing up, going to the Boys and Girls Club. And it was in, it was in Seaside, right? Your mom yeah, was in Seaside? Seaside, California. So how did you, I know you said you'd grown up Boys and Girls Club and then you started becoming an athlete, right? Were you primarily, did you want to do football at first or what kind of sports did you do um, at first? Anything and everything. I wanted to be the kickball king. I wanted to <laughs> be the still the bacon champion. I wanted to, I wanted to do it all. And um, football kind of like fell into, I don't know, like kind of like fell into my lap. Like I... I was playing because I loved it and I played, I actually loved basketball more, but you know, I'm still, you know, five foot. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I stopped growing, but I loved basketball more. I played basketball more than I played any sport growing up, but um, I, I I was gifted with the talent of playing football. And once I got to high school, how did you, so how did you, I mean, so Poppy and I went to the same high school and he's from Seaside. And so he, how did you end up in Los Altos? Yeah. So I went to Monterey High my first year. Um, again, I think I was, what, I was 14 years old. I was a freshman. Ended up playing football, basketball, and track in high school. But um, in football, I really excelled. Um, I got 
I played on JV as a freshman. I got MVP, won all these awards. We were the number one team. Long story short, my mom decided that uh, she was going to take a job offer in Utah when I was 14 years old. And I had some decisions to make. My grandfather was living in Los Altos at the time. Um, told us about this school called St. Francis in Mountain View. And he thought that it would be a good opportunity for me to continue my athletic career, but also get a good education. And it and was this just was your dad's dad. This is right? yeah, this is my dad's dad. And um, the decision was tough. Uh, my mom uh, knew that it would be good for my future to go. Um, but I knew that I didn't want to lose my mom at the age of 14. You know, like I was like, she was everyone. She was everything that I had. Uh, she was like the rock. You know, she was everything. So um, I made the tough decision at 14, uh, decided to move in with my grandparents for, I think it was only like a couple months until they decided to go to Georgia and your family, you know, offered me to move in. And we always laugh about it. Uh, it was pretty much the blind side before the blind side <laughs> came out. Yeah, I think it was our senior, <laughs> your senior year of high school. We we're like all sitting down watching TV and a commercial for that movie came out. Are you and you and Kyle read it in, yeah. in high school? In well. high school. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, whoa, this, this happens to other people too. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Like, this is our movie. What's going on? <laughs> so, but, um, like, I mean, and also I just want to say like, Poppy was my, like me and my brother, both my brothers are my number one role models. But a, a big thing about Poppy is, you know, even when you're deciding, you know, where should I go? Because there's some leeway before your parent, your grandparents moved and you moved in with us. Yeah. There's like this time period you're like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Should I go back to Seaside? Should I go back to Monterey? Should, you know, do I, do I sleep my friends with my friends? Yeah. Like, what do I do? And I think that, you know, even when, I remember the first time I met you, you came into our kitchen. You had the biggest smile on your face. You cleaned our dishes. Poppy woke up an hour before all of us. <laughs> so he could take a shower and like yeah. get ready so he wouldn't be in any of our way. He yeah. would, we had a pull-out couch that he slept on. He made his bed every single day, cleaned his room, um, took us to school. You know, Beyond that, took us to our other sporting practices. So <laughs> he was always just such a great role model for me. Man, it was it was it was a lot. Thinking about it now, it's crazy. Like, I was talking to someone the other day, and they were just like, "Man, like, what are some of the toughest things you've been through?" And I don't want to say that was tough. It was tough leaving my mom, but like, it was it was man. I had to grow up fast at fourteen, and you know, it was a different lifestyle. Growing up in Seaside was different than growing up in you know Los Altos and Saratoga Heights. You know, like yeah. it was way different for me. And um, but it was good in both ways. I got to learn learn both worlds really fast. It was scary, but. Um, like you said, I took the risk and I was just like, man, I have a new family now. And like Alex said, like, these are my sisters and she has a twin sister, if, every, <laughs> if no one knows that. But um, they're, they're my sisters. I call them my sister to this day. And Kyle, he's my brother forever. <laughs> yeah. And it's. I also think, you know, I just feel like even growing up, how you did in moving, like there's just so many odds oh, stacked against you and you just excelled so much and like you graduated with a great gpa from high school and a, a really hard college prep high school oh my gosh yeah. and then also you know what was that like when you graduated what did you kind of do after i mean that that was another tough part for me because if people don't don't know uh kyle and i we would like Alex said, we would wake up before everybody. We would get ready. We would go to school. We'd be the only ones on campus. We'd be, you know, running routes, playing catch before school even started. This My sister like, and I would sleep in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this is this is six six thirty in the morning. We're on the field and yeah, first I mean, one on, last one off. Right? That's our that was our motto. First one on, last one off, and it goes up to college. I'll wait till we get to that part, but 
first one was on, last one's off was something that I lived by forever. And it's crazy to think about that now because when you hear my college story, like it, like that's what it was. And, um, but it, it was crazy. We're always, I was always moving. I was always, the high school part was, was tough because Kyle, we ended up going to camps together, Cal Berkeley, uh, Stanford, private pro days, and uh, all these, you know, scouts were looking at us. And, and you're, a wide, you're a wide receiver running back, and Kyle was a quarterback. So yeah, you guys so were wanted to go as a package deal. We definitely wanted to go as a package deal, and, and, and that leads to why it was so hard, because Kyle ended up deciding to go to San Diego, where I wanted to go as well, but they didn't give scholarships. Obviously, I wasn't financially, like I couldn't pay for that school. Right. And I didn't know about financial aid at the time and walking on and all the, all these things I learned later. But it was tough because seeing Kyle sign on signing day, like, crushed me. But I didn't let people see that it crushed me, you know? like Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, no one knew that. No, like, you, I, yeah. like, that's, like no, one, no one needed to know that. I just knew it. And it, like, motivated me to work harder. And it was tough because, like, man, I wanted to sign somewhere. Like, I got, I got awards in high school. Like, I was, you know, receiver of the year and all this kind of stuff. And, like, just, it, like, again, it, was, it felt like I wasn't wanted, even though I had a family and I had friends and I had all these people who supported me. But, like, not to be able to, like, finally go and live out my dream that I wanted to play in college. It was tough. So yeah. 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 Totally. And then so you decide to go to almost like a oh, prep man. school, right? Yeah. So I did um that's another uh family connection. My uh uncle who coaches for the Seahawks played with a guy named Aaron Beasley who went to Valley Forge Military Academy. And once I heard of that, I was like, Military Academy? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not I'm not a bad kid. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not into drugs. I'm not getting in trouble. I don't need to be you know, disciplined. <laughs> so, but anyways, <laughs> I ended up deciding to go to Valley Forge for, you know, another opportunity for coaches and scouts to look at me. And, um, again, there, man, number one prep school in the country, number, like I was the leading receiver in the, in the whole conference. We won rings and, and still coaches came to see me. Villanova came to see me, Temple, uh, Connecticut, uh, all these schools like Rutgers, you know, I can name them off the back of, you know, the back of my head. And, but no one offered, you know, same thing as in high school, man, you're kind of too small. You're going to get hurt. Um, you know, we could, we could offer you a walk on position. I didn't even know and what that was. That you had no control over, which is the hardest part. That's right? the tough, you're yeah, like, that's I literally can't grow. The only thing I can, you know, do is make the decisions, you know, and that's what it was moving in with you guys and doing the prep school thing and walking on uh, finally at Villanova, taking that offer, you know, and whoo. You, like kind of, it's kind of like what we're going through right now. You can only control so much. Yeah. How do you how do you think you develop that mentality of like going for it, but also staying positive through like all those hard processes? Oh man, a lot of help. You know, I, I think I'm a firm believer now. Like to say I did everything on my own would be selfish of me to say, uh, especially with your family and my uncle Mo and my mom. You know, like there's. A lot of tough decisions I've had to make on my own, obviously, but without the help and the support of just the little, you know, the little circle that I, you know, I believe in helped me get through, you know, some of the tough times is, is huge for me. But, um, you know, having to make those decisions again by myself and on my own, you know, I can only you can only take so many people's opinions, you know, and be like, oh, well, this person thinks you should do this and this person thinks you should do that. At the end of the day, it's up to me. So, um I kind of like just said, Hey, I've made this decision before and I made that decision before. Like 
this is nothing new, but it's always been hard. It's always been hard decisions. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And then, but finally though, you're like, you know what? I, you, did you get recruited by Villanova or how did that happen? Um, they came out to a couple games, you know, and again, two touchdowns, three touchdown games. Um, I was doing everything. I was playing defense, offense. I was the punter. I was playing basketball. Like I'm like, guys, how much more athleticism do I need to show you? <laughs> so, and this is the third game that you're at. And so it was, it was tough. So I finally, long story short, my grandfather went to Villanova. It's another connection that I had there, but I didn't tell anyone that my grandfather went there. No one really knew until my senior year, but um, it was a connection that he had. And he's like, man, Villanova is a great school. Um, it's a good opportunity. Again, it's kind of like the St. Francis deal. You're going to get a good education. Once you graduate, you're going to be able to get a great job. I can't wait till we get to the job part of this conversation. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to have a, you're going to have a great job and you're going to, you know, set yourself up for success. You're going to be playing top football, all this stuff. And again, my mind was like, man, I just want to play football. I want to show you guys that I can help you win games. I want to, I yeah. want to try to win a championship. Like I want to have fun. And, and because like when you're an <laughs> athlete, especially when you're 19, 18, your world is so small. Because yeah, for like your like, entire not, past couple of years, you, it's been only sports, only that, sports, and like a little bit of school, but primarily sports. Yeah. And so <laughs> when, you, when someone tells you like, you know, and I was like this too, when someone's like, oh yeah, after tennis or after football, free, you're like, what? There's, there's no life after this sport. Yeah, like, the thing, I'm not thinking about that, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. I am really not thinking about life after this because I'm living in the now. Like, I want to do it right now. <laughs> exactly. And long story short, like, you went from a walk-on to a captain. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. Which so, is crazy. Not many people can say they did. Oh, my gosh, man. It was crazy. Especially, again, especially with all the odds against me, my size. And I'll – um. I'll share the story with you that I haven't really shared with a lot of people. Um, it goes with a coach of mine that is coaching there now who I, you know, I really respect and he respects me. Um, from my first day, <laughs> I got to Villanova and everyone, you know, everyone's on scholarship at this point. Who knows who's walking on, right? No one knows. Like, I'm not, I'm not walking around with a sign on my forehead saying I'm a walk on, right? Like, <laughs> hell no, I'm, I'm here i'm a man i'm playing the game that everyone else is playing we're all the same right so no one knows that i'm a walk-on so the first day <laughs> i don't know how i don't know from where or who where i'm like where'd you guys get these sources there's a rumor <laughs> going around that i said that if everyone on the villanova team worked out as hard as me then we'd be champions every year <laughs> i was like man like what like what <laughs> like who's why would i say you that? came in with people thinking that of you I came in right, all, right off the back. No one likes me. I'm like, are oh you, my gosh. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I'm trying to first, I know in my head that I'm a walk on. So like, I, I have something to prove. Why am I going to, you know, why am I going to jeopardize that? Like, I don't even have a spot on this field. I don't even have a scholarship. <laughs> right. So, right. Anyways, we walk into that first meeting in the uh, strength conditioning coach uh, says, Hey man, do we have a poppy livers in here? And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's me. He's like, who is it? And I, you know, I raised my hand and he's like, man, stand up. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I stood up and he was like, first words, excuse my language, that came out of his mouth was saying, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> <gasps> and I'm a freshman and I'm like, my heart skipped a beat. I'm like, I'm sweating now. Everyone's looking at me. I'm like, uh, excuse me. And he was like, who the F do you think you are? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. And I mean, I'm coming from Valley Forge, but I've always called, you know, people sir and stuff. So he's like, who the F do you think you are? And I'm like, um, I'm Poppy Livers. And then he starts laughing. He was like, oh, I know who you are. But like, 
what is this talk about if everyone trains as, as hard as you and we will be champions every year. And this is coming from the strength coach. So he's the guy training everybody. So, <laughs> so I'm pretty much smacking him in the face if I said this, right? So I get where he's coming from, but in my, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Is this coach, <laughs> is this the guy who's at Ohio state now? No, 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 that's a different, uh, so I had okay. like three or four different strength coaches. Oh, okay, <laughs> and so okay, I, man, I've had a lot of different strength coaches, a lot of different <laughs> coaches, but this is coach Gaelic. He's at, uh, he's actually, after my first year, he went to go coach the jets. So very, oh, wow. very respected strength conditioner coach. One of the top in the okay. country, my freshman year. And, and again, we both have a mutual respect for each other. Now he's seen me once I graduated and I'll get to that later. But anyways, he's calling me out. And I'm like, sir, I never said that. He's like, no one believes me at this point. Like, you're, I'm a joke. I'm the laughing stock of the team. Who the hell does this kid think he is? Small, 5'7", 150 pounds from California. Like, get out of here. Like, what are you talking about if we all train as hard as you, right? So I finally sit down. He was like, you better show up tomorrow. That's all I know. I knew that tomorrow was this thing called Strongman. I didn't know what it was. But I, uh, once I got, you know, there the next day, I <laughs> figured it out. But even the next day, you know, my locker, I walk in the locker room. My locker is the first locker at the door. They put my locker, the first locker at the door. And I'm like, dang, like <laughs> the first locker at the door is the one that people, I mean, this is what the teammates were saying. Like, no one cares about the guy at the first locker at the door. That's the one that they give everyone his loops to take to the laundry room. And when it's cold, you're going to be freezing because I didn't know what snow was when I came out to the East Coast. Like, I'm like, all right. So again, all the odds are against me, but he walks in. And he goes, yo, meet me outside. And I'm like, dang, man, like, I can't, like, he's still messing with me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I go outside and he's like, he has his arms crossed and he's like, yo, man. And I'm like, yes, sir. He's like, no, don't talk. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, um, yo, you better not, you better not effing give up today. That's all I know. Like, I, I don't care if you said it or you didn't say it. You better show up today. You better not quit. And, wow. and and for me to, to hear that, it's like, I've been hearing that my whole life, you know, like they don't know, they, yeah, like they don't, they don't know who I am. They don't know my background. They don't know what I've been through at a young age. So in my mind, I'm like, man, I'm not going to give up. I promise you that I'll throw up, I'll, I'll crawl to the finish line, but there's one thing that I do not have in my body and that's giving up. <laughs> so, um, after that, the day went on. I didn't give up. People were throwing up. I almost threw up. I didn't because I hate throwing up. So I didn't make much. I'm like, I'm like, control your breathing, control your breathing. So, but I, I didn't give up. I got through the day. Um, but still, after that day, uh, I still don't feel like I, you know, I, I fit in. So I called my mom. I was crying. I told her, I was like, mom, I don't want to be here. No one likes me. There's rumors going on that I said this. Uh, a, a lineman, um, not a lineman, a linebacker came to the room after the strongman day and he wanted to fight me saying like, who the hell? Like, I'm like, man, I'm already getting enough shit from the coaches. Like you trying to fight me now? Like if we're, if, if, if we were going to fight, then we we're going to fight. But at the end of the day, I'm like, man, this is not what I said. So fast forward into my, uh, also like a big question yeah. is like, why are they so intimidated that you said that? I, I don't know. I guess it's just like a, it honestly, it's an athlete thing, man. Everyone wants to be the best. And and whether you right. yeah like, since then like how many championships have they won you know so it's like <laughs> one in two thousand nine but <laughs> yeah exactly that, that so it's like Any... yeah maybe if even if it's not true it's even if you didn't say it doesn't mean it's not true Exa right <laughs> so that's what I mean that's what I was thinking at the time but I'm just like man I did I, I I know that I didn't say this so I'm just like I'm going with I'm being a man I'm like listen I'm a man of my word I did not say that so anyways fast forward and through my freshman season i ended up um you know competing in practice every day first one on the field man I, I hope kyle hears this but like i lived by that code 
through my whole college career, I swear, and you can ask coaches, you can ask strength coaches, I was the first one on the field every day since my freshman year that it was a joke to people. Like 30 minutes before practice, people were sleeping. I was on the field catching tennis balls off the jug machine. I was catching off the uh, the fast shooting machine. Uh, you know, I was – coach was like – he had this thing like, yo, catch 30 ten, uh, or 100 tennis balls before practice and 30 off the machine. And and I literally did it. And, like, I did it not – and people were like, oh, this guy's trying to kiss up to the coaches. But like, it was like, no, man, I want to I be the best me. Like, I don't care about what you're doing. I don't care if you want to sleep before practice. Like, this is – this all has to do with me. But my teammates like, oh, Poppy – Yo, there's 30 minutes till practice, man. You bet you should be on the field right now. You should be you should be catching. Like it was a joke to everybody else. But to me, I was like, all right, you guys are laughing, but we're gonna see, you know, where I'm at in, in two years and we're gonna see where you're at, you know? But uh right. but yeah, so fast forwarding through that year, I ended up uh competing in practice and man, my mentality was just anyone lined up against me is not beating me. I was routing all these dbs that lined up against me it got to the point where people didn't even want to go against me because i i wasn't being covered <laughs> and and you developed this like confidence yeah right? so, like because you know you that's like the, the biggest thing it's like i can you know face you and i know that i work harder and, I, and that's why and, I have and, this and that's what it was i didn't have to talk i didn't have to run my mouth i just played i just played and that's what i did kind of like my whole career like i didn't have to like yell at people and call them names to to let them know that I'm better or I'm, you know, coming for you. You know, I just let my game speak for itself and I earned respect that way. And whether people joked about me being on the field first or not, it, it kind of like sunk in their head. Like, man, that's just who Poppy is. Like this dude's a hard <laughs> worker and, and it's, nothing's going to stop him. So my freshman year, I ended up starting a couple games as a walk-on. No one knew that I was a walk-on. Um, seniors started not liking me because I was playing, but that's that's part of the game, man. It, like I, right. I have my own brand now. Get better or get beaten. Yeah, okay, I get better or get and beaten. That, and that's what I live by. So <laughs> yeah. So fast. Or even like I, Kyle lives by uh, the Pirates code. Yeah. It's like any man who falls behind is left hey, behind. Hey, <laughs> that's what it is. That's that's what it was. So, um, but yeah. So going on to my sophomore year, I ended up returning a punt in the Georgia Dome. And um, after that season, I mean, I played a little bit more than my freshman year. And after that season, my coach called me in the office. The head coach, Coach Tally, and he goes. He's like, hey, Poppy, take a seat. And I'm like, hey, coach, what's going on? I'm like, I'm like worried at this point. Like, damn, like, because after my freshman year, sorry, I forgot to mention, he said, hey, like, we just don't have any, you know, scholarships to, you know, to to give out to players. We really love your hard work. And, um, you know, we just don't have any scholarships. And he's like, I think you're getting enough financial aid that you can, you know, you can get by and. At the end of the day, I was like, man, I want a scholarship because I deserve it. <laughs> right. Right. So it's like it's like a it's a goal. Right? Yeah. I be on so going back. So going back again to my sophomore year, I ended up playing more. I returned that punt in the uh, the Georgia Dome against Georgia State. And no one's returned a punt in 32 years under Coach Talley. And they've had Brian Westbrook go there. Matt Caesar, like big, big name guys that went to play in the NFL and, and pro baseball. And I ended up doing it. And after that, my sophomore season, coach calls me in the office. He's like, probably take a seat. And I'm like, hey, coach, what's going on? And I'm like, here he goes. He's going to tell me there's no scholarship offers or they don't want me to be here or something. But he ended up saying, he said, congratulations, you earned it. And I was like, I earned what, coach? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, you earned yourself a scholarship. And I was like, are you, I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, he's like, yeah, man. Like, how do you feel? I mean, again, another crying moment for me. I end up crying and <laughs> I'm calling my mom yeah. and I'm just like, man, coach, like, I, I, I have no words. I appreciate it. Um, just thank you. <laughs> right. Um, right. And like the, the craziest thing that I think is so rare is like when people don't get it right away. Right. You can yeah. like see that. Moment. 
to the moment where you're sitting in your coach's office and they're telling you, you know, you finally, you got a scholarship and you can kind of rewind to like that one signing day where Kyle, where Kyle signed and you didn't. And it's just, it almost, everyone has their different yeah. path. And just because it doesn't happen for you right now does not mean it's not going to ever happen for you. And, and that's what it was for me. I'm like, man, like I didn't get to go visit schools and I didn't get to sign in front of like everyone at school. But like at that moment, that that felt better to me than signing on signing yeah. day. Like I was like, man, this feels way better than and, and no one knew. Only I called my mom right after and I told her she was crying. She was happy. She was like, you earned it. You deserve it. And like after that day, like all my teammates were coming up to me like, yo, man, pop, yo everyone was on my side now like they were like yo man we didn't know you weren't on scholarship you're out here cooking all these dbs and you're freaking helping you're leading the team and catches and this and that like yo man respect respect so i earned some respect through my hard work and all of a sudden me being on the field first wasn't a joke no more they were like this this guy is actually working for everything he's getting right now and and at the time i was like man guys that's all i wanted you to see right. like I, I and and i still didn't say that comment right so Again, fast forward and through my junior and senior year, I led the team my junior year, my senior year. They named me captain. It was another big, big moment for you me. You played like, there. And another, another great thing, I, mean, I remember when you were named captain, and that was huge. And I was like, holy crap, he did this. And another really cool highlight about that season was Kyle got to see you play Syracuse. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's exactly what I was about <laughs> to get to. My, my, my fir- and, and before I get to that, I'm sorry. There's so much to this freaking story. And this is, and this is just football. This is not even my life. <laughs> We're halfway. Man, this is, this is like a, a pinch. But um, before that, like I was, I was living in uh, my roommate's rooms like on campus when I wasn't supposed like I sorry colleges but I wasn't supposed to be on campus but I wanted to be there every summer to train with the team but I couldn't afford it but I wanted to be there every summer to train with the team to um you know be ready for the season yeah like so I didn't go home like I sacrificed that I was already used to being away from my mom used to being away from you guys so I was like man like why not just train get ready for my senior year you know have the best year that I can have so that's what I did and then before my senior year started, I got called into the office and they said, hey, we're going to have to figure something out. You may not be able to play your first game because you were breaking some rules about living on campus. I'm like, man, I'm sleeping on a mattress like to, to practice. Like, what do you want better. me to do? <laughs> like, I mean, I live in California. Like, I want to be I, like, you're going to punish me because I want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was cr- it was crazy. So I um Going to the to my first game of the season, Kyle reached out to me and said, hey, like, I'm in New York. I'm going to drive down to Syracuse to see your first game. And another huge moment was my uncle. He called me and said, hey, I'm in Canada. I'm going to drive down from Canada to come see your first game. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, now I got all this pressure. My brother's coming to see me. My uncle's driving eight hours to come see me. Like, I got to show up. So before that, before that first game, like, I got some calls. I got some texts. And I'm like, yo, man, this is going to be cool. Like, thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. But then I just shut everything out. Like, I turned on. A lot of people like to laugh. I like listening to R&B to relax myself. <laughs> and I just um, I got ready for the game. And, and that game was a huge game for me because I ended up, uh, running a punt back again um, for the second time in my career in the Carrier Dome this time at Syracuse, and it made Sports Center top ten, number two, and it was it was just great and that Kyle got like to be there for it. After you made that touchdown, didn't you? Oh my gosh, I went. I pointed to him. I'm like, bro, like 
this is hey, this is all you being here and my uncle, the support and just everything yeah. I've been through was just like, guys, like I am here for the team, man. What, what I don't who cares who said what? Like, let's win some games, right. man. Like, and I remember, just- <laughs> I remember that, um, that Friday because that's when they do Sports Center top 10, right? I was, yeah, listening, I, I knew Kyle watched your game, but I didn't know you're going to be on Sports Center top 10. And I was, I who knew, right? And I was watching <laughs> I TV with my dad. I don't think I, I, don't, I remember a few times I've ever done this in my life, but we're watching, I was, my, Dad was outside smoking a cigar, right? Like he always does. Outside, <laughs> I was on the couch. We we're watching Sports Center top ten, and then it was like come, come you know, starts down from ten, right? And they say number two, Poppy Livers. <laughs> I just remember the how my dad and I just like sat oh my god, both looked at each other like what? <laughs> like crazy. I was, I was like. You should have seen, like me, it, it wasn't, I didn't get to see it. I got messages and, and phone calls. I'm like, 50 missed calls and messages. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm I'm worried that something happened to my mom or like something, ha- like in the family. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, what the hell? And then finally I picked up Braden. I will never forget Braden called me. <laughs> Braden Bishop, someone that we play, I played with in high school. He ended up calling me and said, Pop, man, congrats. Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you made sports in the top 10. He's like, I'm going to send you the video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what this is all about. So like, it was like, it was a huge, huge moment for me. And just like, again, going from that walk on athlete to to making sports center top 10 to being a captain and then to let me fast forward i'm sorry let me fast forward to the end of the season before i freaking forget so <laughs> let's go through the whole season i ended up with 67 catches 100 and something y'all i mean 100 yards <laughs> i had like over a thousand yards receiving and 11 touchdowns and all this you know all these acclimates but the biggest moment for me was at the end of the season we ended up going 11 and three i believe uh lost in the quarterfinal shouldn't have lost missed the field goal stupid anyways um at the end of the season, the biggest moment for me was getting the award of the hardest working player on and off the field because I felt like I deserved it. But two, that coach that I mentioned in the beginning of this story came up to me, who is now the head coach now, Mark Ferrante. He came up to me and said, Poppy, he said, yo, man, I got to know. I'm like, what are you talking about, coach? And, and, and mind you, he joked with me. He would, he would come to the weight room, and every time he came to the weight room, he said, yo, <laughs> if the team worked as hard as me <laughs> – We'd be champions every year. <laughs> and every time I seen him in the hallway, pop, hey, they worked as hard as me. We'd be champions every year, right? <laughs> and he's and he's saying this about himself, right? Joking with me. But he he came up to me my senior year after the award assembly. He's like, yo, man, now that you graduated and you're leaving, he's like, I got to know. I'm like, what are you talking about, coach? He's like, did you really say your freshman year that if everyone worked as hard as you, we would be champions every year. <laughs> and I looked at him and I laughed and I said, I put my hand on his shoulder and I said, coach, from man to man, <clears throat> I have never said, that has never came out of my mouth. I did not say those words. And then he he looked at me, he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, man, I said, what's up coach? He said, he said, I fucking wish you said that because <laughs> if everyone worked as hard as you, we would fucking be champions every year. <laughs> and I was like, man, like that, that to me was the, uh, another big moment of my whole career. And just like, he, and he said it, you know what I mean? He's like, if everyone worked as hard as you, we would be champions every year. He said, I wish you said that because that, I, I believe it. And I believe in you. And it was just, it was huge for me. Oh my God. I have goosebumps. It was crazy. But even so, so it, after, after Villanova, you're still trying to chase the dream for a little bit. Right. And so yeah. we talk about that transition of like, okay, still trying to chase the dream. <laughs> go to Germany, I still kind of chase the dream, come back to Germany, <laughs> and then, you know, what you're doing. 
Yeah. So, man, after college, uh, did the pro day, uh, had some, you know, a couple NFL teams reach out. The, the 49ers, man, that is a dream. They called me when I was eating sushi with my, you know, my best friend Reggie. And uh, he was like, hey, man, this is such and such from the 49ers. We want to know if you want to come out to this private pro day. We're really interested in having you out. And I'm like, man, you tell me the day and I'll be there, right? Like this is that's my favorite team. I'm we're it's literally in our backyard. Yeah, you stayed with us, didn't you, during that day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up flying back home with you guys and staying at the house and going to the pro day. I I uh I remember I think it was just Susan just home and she gave me the, the keys to the car and let me yeah. go to the pro day and everything. So I was chasing that dream. Um they ended up not uh picking me up. Um I had a couple of other teams interested, but no one really ever called. And um so I decided to go back to what I knew best, and that was, you know, just getting back on the grind, you know, training and, you know, trying to figure out what was next. I ended up taking a landscaping job back in California, back home, though. This is now back in Seaside and Monterey area, uh, just to have some money in my pocket. Um, before all that, though, shoot, how did I skip it? Um, I was in Philadelphia, right? Um, I ended up, I had a little sign on TC. I ended up driving across country by myself back home, actually. Uh, 40 44 hours yeah not <laughs> i drove fun. i drove uh, yeah no i was just like you know what i'm gonna go back home with my uncle i'm gonna train and just you know search for an opportunity i'm gonna work a little bit landscaping was brutal all these rocks and cement like it was brutal and then finally i got a notification on facebook which i'm really not even i don't even check my notifications all the time but it said you know football and i was like oh wait a minute what is this so i looked at it it said hey how would you like to come to Germany and play football. I'm like, football in Germany? What? I'm like, American football? Like, <laughs> you I'm mean like trying to figure or... out. I'm like, I mean, I would have played soccer too. I would have did anything <laughs> to keep playing it. I would have did anything. So I ended up um, answering the message. I was like, of course. Like, uh, I said, let me know. Give me some more details. And they said, hey, we already started our season. We're four games in, but we lost and we need, you know, we want, you know, another guy on our team to help us, you know, get to a championship. And I'm like, hey, there's a, that, that's me. I, I want to do it. Right. So he said, hey, can you be here next week? I said, I'll be there tomorrow if you need to meet coach. So did you have a passport or anything? Didn't have a passport. <laughs> I, I went directly to, I didn't even know what it was. I'm like a passport. I got to get a passport to get to. So I ended up going to, I think UPS, I believe. And I paid like extra to get it expedited. I believe it is. Yeah. And I got it super, super fast. And I, and I told, I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I'm going to Germany. She's like, what? I'm like, I'm going to Germany. She's like, why? I was like, um, because they offered me to play football there. And She's I don't like, be moving rocks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't want to be moving rocks for the next freaking three, four months. Um, so I ended up telling her and she's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, you've been doing, you know, making all these decisions on your own anyway. So I was like, yep. So I'm going to do it. Two weeks later, here I am flying to Germany and I get off the plane and I am lost. <laughs> I'm like, I can't read a sign. I don't know what no one's saying. And I'm, I'm like, what is going on? I ended up trying to, I'm like talking to the German people with a German accent. Like I know what the hell I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, like, like they're going to understand me if I'm speaking. Accent. Yeah. Like what? So, but the good thing is everyone in Germany is smarter than everyone out here and they know English. So <laughs> I'm like, great. <clears throat> so they ended up helping me out. I'm going to fast forward through all that. I ended up playing during the season. Once I got there, we didn't miss a game. Um, three months into it, I believe, I met uh, a girl who is now my wife. <laughs> um, and that's a whole nother story in itself. Uh, but it's it's also a blessing. Like if I didn't take that opportunity, I wouldn't have met yeah. You know, my wife, you know, so it, it's just 
it's just man, it's it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so crazy Everything to think about. Everything happens for a reason, really. Yeah, and all the decisions you make are so like important and can right. affect your whole like outcome of life. Yeah. So, so you're there was, for a year, right? Yeah, uh, seven months. Okay. So I ended up I ended up proposing to my. It was fast, man. I ended up proposing <laughs> to my my girlfriend at the time, like three and a half months into the relationship because I was just so mind blown that I can meet someone like in a whole different world, a whole different language, and I can relate to, and... Yeah, and, and it's been, and like, like, you guys been together for four years, right? Three years? Four three, years. three yeah. years now, and, like, just to, even being in the same industry now, and to be able to not clash, I mean, we bump heads, I'm, I'm, I'm an energy ball, I'm annoying, she tells me every day, and all this <laughs> stuff, but, like, just to be able to, to motivate each other, especially yeah. her. She motivates Tony's me just a to. Badass. Yeah, if She's no one more heard my. Than you are. <laughs> yeah, see, everyone, everyone always gives me crap, but like, <laughs> just to just to be able to be in the same industry and love yeah. like the same thing and be able to work and together a is a blessing. Yeah, yeah you guys are a powerhouse a, team. It's a yeah. blessing. So, um, totally. but yeah, I ended up. My mom's like, you never know someone until you live with them. So I was like, all right, after the season, I could either go back to America or I can stay out here and get to know this girl a little bit more. So that's what I did. I proposed. I made the decision to stay. Um, I was there for another like three and a half months, living with her in a small, small studio, <laughs> um, and I was doing landscaping out there now. But I didn't even know the language, so I'm like, I need to make some money. I need Do you to know German at all now. I know bad words. I know all the bad <laughs> words. I can talk trash to anybody. So if you guys want to go, go at it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, but we ended up winning a championship in Germany. Again, it, I feel like every, every place I went, I ended up like leaving a mark. We won a championship. We were the number one team in Germany. Um, and I ended up, you know, proposing. I ended up marrying, you know, the girl of my dreams. And I ended up coming back out to America when I got offered to play arena football in Philadelphia. So that was another decision. She's like, I'm like, Hey, I got offered to play back in America or I could stay here with you and we could figure things out. I'll play in Germany again. You know, I was making a little bit of money doing that. And I just really wanted at the time I was just like, man, I'm tired of moving around and jumping and going here and going there and living with families and living on couches to where I just wanted to finally, you know, just settle feel, down, yeah. feel at home. Right. So I made the decision to go back to, America because she told me if I did she would move back to America with me if I made the team and I was like are you serious so I'm like man if that's not motivation enough I'm like man okay <laughs> yeah. so I ended up coming back to uh Philadelphia area and moving in with a family that uh it's kind of like the same kind of story like when I met you guys I met them after Villanova and their kids kind of like fell in love with me I fell in love with them they're the Shays family and um, they have four kids, two daughters, two boys. And it, it was, it was a lot for me. I'm like, man, like I'm a stranger. They're letting me in their house. They're, they, they trust me. And I've kind of truly been blessed with people just, um, you know, I mean, liking who I am. And I, and I'm thankful for that because even today I'm like, man, like who's going to let some random person live with them and their kids. <laughs> right? right. Like, so it was, it was truly a blessing and I love them. And I, just like I love your family and I freaking I'm just so thankful for it. And that's why back in the beginning of the story, I told you if I did this alone, I'd be lying. So they let me come live with them for two months and figure out like if I'm going to play football, like if I made. So I went to the tryout. I did well. They told me they would call me. But, you know, I know how that goes. Like, hey, we're going to call you. Right. I'm, like, I'm waiting for a call two years later. Right. But um, they let me stay with them. I ended up doing enterprise. I worked at enterprise to make some money. I'm sleeping on their couch. They ended up. Like in in there, they have like two living rooms, so they ended up making 
one of the living rooms, like a room, they, the, the dad built a door for me. He Aww. built a door for me and they like, they're like, Hey, that's Poppy's room. So like when he's here, like no one's in there, <laughs> like this is his room. And, um, it was just, it was great. So I stayed there for a couple months, uh, ended up working at enterprise, got my own place. Uh, finally, finally, two months later, got a call from the soul saying they're going to bring me into camp, but it wasn't guaranteed if I made the team. But I knew that if I got into camp, I was like, man, I'm making this team. I don't care. Like, I don't care what I have to do. So ended up going into camp, made the team 2017. I, I played a little bit, not not as much as I wish I should. Uh, the arena game is such a different game. And it's smaller, smaller it's field, smaller field. It's different routes. It's 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 just such a different game. So I played my role. You know, I, I did a lot of practice stuff. I, um, you know, I played a few games. We ended up winning the championship 2017. Wow. With, the, with the soul, I'm like, man, this is great. I got another ring. <laughs> so uh, I'm now I think I got like four rings just like throughout my career at this point. And then um, 2018, they ended up bringing me back. So I played two years with them. And then in 2019, um, they ended up folding the season. So uh, I got offered to work in New York at one of the top gyms uh, in New York. So I was like, man, yeah. I kind of want to, you know, take this fitness thing to the next level and try to chase that dream too. Cause it's something that I love. And Cause it's like, as always... you were working for the souls, you were doing a lot of fitness. Yeah. Things. And yeah. I remember like you, you and Tony were posting about things like mm-hmm. you slowly started to become more interested in like the fitness side of everything. Yeah. And so after the football ended, you're like, okay, hey, I want to see how fitness goes. Yeah. And it was something, it was, I mean, it was something that when I look back at it now, it's something that always, motivated me to to be better and be you know like if someone told me you can't do something I'm gonna do it 10 times harder or and and with the fitness thing it's just like man I can I'm in my own zone I'm in my own head like nothing else matters but this this workout that I'm doing right now and every time that something knocked me down I went back to like working out or training harder or you know just being in that you know industry just makes me feel like comfortable I'm comfortable in it and I have fun and I'm and like if you if anyone sees like all the videos and stuff that I do, I, I'm always having fun. Like it's it's always fun, but it's always hard work too. Like I had to do, oh my gosh, I had to do a hundred burpees this morning. I think I told you before this conversation. I'm the uh, I'm working with a brand, and they asked the people within the company, the athletes, like, hey, we want to do a, a hundred burpee competition within the company with the athletes, and we want to uh, you know make it fun and motivate you know people to keep moving and stuff and. This morning, I surprised myself. I, I I went to bed earlier last night. I didn't stay on Call of Duty until two thirty. I <laughs> I went to bed at twelve because I mean, my wife Tony was telling me, "Yo, you got to be asleep. You got these burpees in the morning. You got to be rested." So I'm like, "Okay." So when I ended up waking up, and I oh my god, like I I'm even surprised. Like my time that I did the first time was four fifty eight, and this morning I just did a hundred burpees at four minutes and four seconds, and I'm like, "Holy oh god!" I'm like, holy crap, did I just do that? And like, I didn't I, think I could do 20 in that. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't breathe. And I'm just like, but it's, again, it's me versus me. Like, I even told the guy I was facing, I was like, yo, man, like, I can do this against anybody in the world. I can do it against the, the burpee champion. And it, this is going to suck no matter what. <laughs> so, but right. me, my mentality is it's me versus me. If I don't beat 458, then, then I lost. And that's like, just yeah. like who I am, like how I, few things so. i love that me versus me. <laughs> me versus me i absolutely love that <laughs> i when i mean just it's so crazy bizarre you know how your mindset <coughs> is differently i honestly don't know if i would have had a lot of the same mentality if it wasn't for you know you being such a big role model for me if you were to think of that poppy who had to leave seaside at 14 
and all this shit that happened to you Oof. and think about it now, what do you think like the biggest thing you've learned is? Ooh, man, there's so many things that I've learned um, and I'm still learning. Um, but I guess it would just be to have confidence in yourself. You know, like I, I've doubted myself so many times and I still find myself kind of doing it to this day. Like I'm just like, just with this whole thing going on right now in the world, um, like my mom like told me, this goes back to me graduating from Villanova kind of like, hey, like, man, you graduated from Villanova. Everyone in the family thinks that you should be the, the president. You should be working, you know, you should be a cop or you should be, you know, doing this, or doing that. Everyone's telling me what I should be doing. But like at the end of the day, they don't really ask me what I want to do. You know, like everyone is so fast to tell me what I should do and what I can do and what I like, let me, let me do what I want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Right. A- ask me what I want to do. So, and that was again, me in my own head. So confidence in me being in the fitness industry is something that I told my mom, I sat her down. I was like, mom, like, this is what I love to do. And like, um, I can't, I have so much energy that I can't see myself sitting behind a desk. I can't see myself sitting in a cop car. Do I think I could be good at it? Yes. <laughs> But I can't, yeah. I, I can't sit around. Like, I feel like right. my story and I feel like uh, my energy, I just want to, like, touch people and try to, like, motivate them to be better. And, like, with my story, right. like, let them know that yeah. it's going to be okay. Like, even though I didn't think it was, you know, like, even during a time like this, I'm like, man, like, I still, to this day, this morning, I'm like, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we going to do? And just now it's just like I would tell myself back then like yo man have confidence in what you do believe in you like like i like you just said like it's me versus me like right. and, and that's what's been in my head the whole time like stop yeah. stop worrying about what people are saying stop worrying about what people think you should do like what do you want to do <laughs> <laughs> and right? I, so. I i absolutely love that and i feel like that's a really common phrase i get i get told on these podcasts is people say you gotta have confidence you gotta believe in yourself man but i for a long time i was like what the heck does that even mean? What does it so mean? What, do you, what does that mean? What does believing in yourself mean to you? You really want to know what it means? It means yeah. get better or get beat. <laughs> Literally. It's hard, it's hard work. It's being the hardest, per- it's being the hardest worker. It's the, it's, it's the first one on the field and the last one off, really, for me. Like, having confidence really is, like, it, like, it goes back to that walk-on mentality that I have. Like, I'm... I'm really not supposed to be here, right? I'm I, I'm not supposed to be playing D1 football, right? I'm not supposed to be starting at a, at, a, at a college. I'm not supposed to be here, right? So it goes to that mindset saying, like, I'm here though, right? Like, I got here. I'm at this point. Like, it, it didn't happen for no reason, right? So, yeah. like, like, there's only one way to go. Like, as, mm-hmm. as many times as I called my mom and said, I don't want to be here. And, and I said, I, like, as many times as I wanted to give up and, like, no one likes me, like, I'm here, right? Like none of those people helped me get to this point. Like the people yeah. that were doubting me, everyone that doubted me, maybe a few of them may have, you know, hey, pop man, I'm proud or proud of you or, mm-hmm. you know, what you're doing a great job. But what really could anyone else do? You know what I mean? Besides tell you things, right? Like yeah. my uncle can train me till I'm blue in the face and I'm throwing up. And even the college coaches can tell me what I can do and run faster, jump higher, but they're not doing it for me. Right. Yeah. Like no one, only you can do only that. I can do that. Only I can run the route. Only I can catch the ball. Only I can decide to go to Germany. Only I can decide to marry who I want to marry. Right. So like, yeah, now like that, I'm that, that all that stuff and all that energy and things that were built up inside of me growing up. It's like, man, like 
it was my decision at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. like, I have to believe in it. I have to trust in it and I have to run with it. <laughs> you, I have to own it. Right. So yeah. the get better, get beat mentality. First one on the field mentality is just something, you know, that walk on mentality is just something that I've really believed in. Once I found myself, I want, I would like to say, I guess like, you know, like I didn't, Ooh. I didn't really, I couldn't, I didn't know where I, I I'm walking in a dark room like my whole life, like without yeah. any direction, really. That's what, right. it, that's what it felt like. Like there's no yeah. light. Like I'm looking and like, I, I see lights, like every scattered, I see all these lights scattered. I feel like, and I'm just like, do I go to that one? Do I go to this one? Do I go to that one? You know what I mean? But like, you're never going to know unless you choose one. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck it. You see that light right in front of you? Run, <laughs> run. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, I love that. That's kind of, and, and I, there's a lot of great points you made even before when you're saying like, I want to do what I want to do. And I feel like that's it. I always say, if you ever listen to like podcasts, I'm even ever on or anything. I always say I come from a family of pirates, which is like the Steve jobs quote, like why join the Navy when you could be a pirate. Right. And so like our whole family, it's like a family of entrepreneurs. And I think it comes from dad always telling us like, pick what you like, choose what you're put on this earth to do and then strive to be the best at it. It's never like, choose what corporation you want to be a hamster in. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, was seriously. Like, it was like, choose what you like, what God given gifts that were given to you and strive to be the best person at it. Yeah. And I really just think you, you a hundred percent amplify that. Thank you. And I, I, man, I love you guys so much for just, again, taking me in and believing in me and, you know, having me be a part of the family. It's like, now that I look at, you know, back at all this stuff and just everything I've been through and the mentality and the mindset, it's just that that's literally what it was. Just, believe in yourself. You got like, you have supporters and everyone's going to have people that believe in them. Even if it's two, three people, like, like it's great to have that. But if you don't believe in yourself, you're going to get nowhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, and, and, and it's coming from someone who a lot of people tell me like, man, you have so much confidence. You're dancing, you're doing backflips and you're freaking like, but I'm always questioning myself. Like, and I'm okay with saying that now. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I wasn't the person that had all the confidence and I'm in, I'm not that person that's like, oh, I'll do this and I'll do that. Like, yeah, I may be that person now, but like, it was hard for me, like, especially with people not knowing the story and what I really had to go through, you know, everyone has, everyone has a story, but. Yeah. Well, I think also like you, when you said, yes, okay, yes, I'll, I'll go do that. Yes. I'll go to St. Francis. Yes. I'll go to that college or that, you know, military school. Yes. I'll go to Villanova. You said yes, but you're still doing it scared. Oh my gosh. I'm walking on eggshells. I'm like, yeah, especially, man. The, and the only scary part was me not believing in myself when I think about it, because you, man, when you think about it, there's so many people that told me what I couldn't do. Literally, like, you can't do this. You're too small. You're going to get hurt. You're, you, you think you're going to go to Villanova? You think you can, like, that's a tough school. Like, you think you can keep up with your grades and that, like, when I look back at that, I'm like, uh, I, and it always made me question myself. Like, it's just like now when my mom told me that I was like, mom, like fitness is what I love. And like, you know, training people and, you know, motivating people is just what I love to do through my, st- like, that's what I love to do. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it with 110% of my energy and, and whether people like it or not, that's, it's my decision. <laughs> right. So like, but like, like I said, going back to that, it's just, there's so many things that people tell you you can't do, but if you if you if you let that get to you and you believe that what they're saying is true, then 
You're gonna be in a. You're gonna stay in that dark room. You're not gonna. You're not gonna find that light. Like you. Yeah, and it's letting other people control your life. Like what you're saying. Yeah. Only you know what you're capable of doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just so. Bobby. I think I've had goosebumps <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> Thank you.